morning. Good morning, everybody. This is Latasha Merton, and I have not, I don't think, gone live on my personal page on Facebook in a minute, but just for the, some of you who are watching in different platforms, my name is Latasha Martin, and each morning at 6.45 in the morning, Monday through Friday, I give a motivational moment that is based on biblical truth. And so I just want to say, if you are watching on YouTube, go ahead and follow, subscribe. If you're on Periscope, you can give us some hearts. And on, if you're on Facebook, you could be watching this from two different places. You could be watching it from Connect, Collaborate, Create, which is the group where the morning message comes in. So I ask if you're somewhere else on Facebook that you join that group. And then if you are on my regular Facebook page, you're here with me today. And so this morning, um, I am thrilled and excited and just in such a place of gratitude and thanksgiving. And so that is why it was so important for me to come onto this platform this morning and to share with a larger audience the place of where God has me this morning. And so the title of today's message is it only takes a little bit. It only takes a little bit. So let me just go ahead and open in a word of prayer. And if you want to share this message, I'd appreciate that, but only if the Holy Spirit moves you to do so. So dear God, we thank you so much for reminding us um, every single day, the importance of trusting you beyond any other source. God, we live in a time right now where there's so much messiness, there's so much chaos, but the thing that can bring peace beyond all understanding always is the fact to know that you are a sovereign God who will never leave us nor forsake us. Dear God, I thank you so much for anyone who's hearing this message that may not be in the greatest place because they're stressed out and they're worried and they have all of these concerns in their minds right now. But God, I just want them to be encouraged today, not necessarily because of who I am, but because of who you are. So God, I thank you this morning for using me as a vessel. I pray that as I share this word this morning, that it gives somebody hope to understand it only takes just a little bit um, to really understand what is it that we're doing all of this stuff for. Um, so we thank you for all these things. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. 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 So this morning, originally when I was coming down, I just need to let you know that I was in a place that I'm, I'm so grateful for so many things that God has done for me in this season of this pandemic. Um, one of the things that I know is a scripture that I reference often is, you know, if you need, if you would like to have friends, you need to make yourself friendly. And one of the things that I intentionally have been praying about is for God to soften my heart, to be receptive to people who have come into my life to truly be connected to me in a different way. And so yesterday I had a really unique experience where I was meeting some amazing women in different capacities that I didn't know before. And typically when I'm in my business mode, I stay in my business mind. And it's hard for me to recognize that God, you're doing something right now. Like you're doing something right now. And it doesn't mean that he's replacing other relationships, but he is expanding uh, my territory. And so I wanted to share with you guys today um, just a scripture that is that is common that I've used often. And I know that I, I want to use this one. And I thought it was another one that I was going to use this morning. But let us go into the book of Matthew. Um, the book of Matthew in the seventh chapter, starting at the seventh verse. And this is what it says. It says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. 
For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And he who knocks, the door will be open. Which one of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Hear that, ask him. So in everything, do to others what would have what you would have them do for you, for this sums up the law of the prophets. And when I was reading the scripture this morning, I was originally coming here, but then I was thinking about, well, okay, God, when we ask and we seek and we knock and we're not quite sure, and sometimes you'll even hear from God and what he might be saying is, I need you to go back a little bit, or I need you to do some stuff that's a little bit different. And what I'm recognizing, what I'm realizing for myself is it doesn't take a lot. It just takes a little bit of faith to just take that first act of obedience, even when you're terrified. And this is the thing that I know is that when I'm saying it, even as I'm sharing it with you right now, when we talk about it only takes a little bit, it's saying, okay, but sometimes in our little bit, we'll say, I want to take that step of obedience. I want to ask that radical thing of God. I want to seek that thing that only God can do in the supernatural, or I want to knock on doors and see if opportunities are there. But then what happens right when you get to the door or right when you get to form your lips or right when you think that you're seeing connections and you're like, God, are these connections real? What will happen, and I've been talking about this all week, is this thing that's a battlefield that's going on in your head. I promise you the biggest arguments and the biggest areas that I have the disagreement is the imposter syndrome and the stories that go on in our heads. Now, I might be alone and maybe I'm not. And if I'm not, I'd love for you to give me a heart or a number one. If you've ever said to yourself, maybe you woke up in the morning and you had such gratitude and you found yourself in a place where you're like, you know what? Today, I'm going all out on my purpose that God has shown me, or I'm going to take that first act of obedience for this vision that God has given me the courage to even go as far as Habakkuk 2.2, which is write the vision, make it plain. I've written the vision. I've written it down. And I thank God I understand what my roles and my gifts are. But then right when you go to take that step of obedience, when you go to take that step of obedience, somebody needs to hear this this morning. Something doesn't happen how you expect it because this is what I'm learning about the enemy. His job is to kill, steal, and destroy. So even when you're confident in your gifting, even when you're confident in your gifting and you're asking and you're seeking and you're knocking, you will get to that point where it's like, uh, am I going to go this way or am I going to go that way? Am I going to go this way or am I going to go that way? And one of the things that I have been learning as I've been studying people, and let me just tell you, because I think that God does use people. Oh, someone just said here, um, and trust me, everyone has imposter syndrome. I agree. But I know one of the things that God has been showing me is I've been looking at people who, what I believe are like walking in God's purpose for their lives, at least based on the conversations and the narrations and the stories that they're saying and what I see. 
And one of the things that they have, it seems like is this unwavering faith, unwavering faith. And I want to tell y'all, like during this pandemic, God has helped me to create and has been speaking to me on some real specific things. Because for those who know my personal goals, one of my goals was, is by the time my youngest child graduated from high school, I wanted my business to be 100% mobile and global. Who knew that the pandemic was going to escalate or make this whole idea go much, much faster than I had intended? And so during this time in the pandemic, all that I was doing was saying, God, okay, most of, let me just be real with you, all but one or two, one corporate client and one person-to-person client, and when I say that in client, I mean that pay me for my services, had really had gone to the wayside. I'm just keeping it real with you. And so in that time, you're like, God, I I thought that like, like you called me to this. So for those who don't know my story, um, I am that person that in two, like, this is my story. I've had a couple of jobs. I started my career as an engineer. I walked out of my engineering job with a stable company in 2002 on October 15th at 5.30 in the morning, thinking that I had heard from God. What I didn't realize is that it was a a path of preparation. Let me just say that maybe a a six-year path of preparation. And what that means, saying it in a nice sense, is is that in that time when I left that job, I literally was in a place where I was um, thinking I was going to be a consultant. I didn't know anybody who owned a successful business personally that could mentor and guide, nor did I know anything about business. So I believed when I walked out of that job because my husband was like, okay, you want to do it? Let's go. I got you, Latasha. And so I walk out of this job and I go into this place of preparation and there are some things that I learned about my God, my God in that season. And there are some things that I learned about myself. And some of the biggest moments that I learned was, is that I will hustle hard as probably as hard as the hardest of them. But what I realized is that we serve a God of order. And so now knowing God in the relationship that I have with him now, um, I know that it was the foolishness of me not seeking wise counsel and understanding, you know, what the cost was before I made that move. But I don't regret it because I learned some things about myself. You see, during that time I was hustling, but I was learning different things. I was an avid learner because I didn't have a lot of money to invest in the coaching that I had to do years later. What I also learned is that if you desperately see God, he will never leave you or forsake you. And why do I say that? Because I was talking to my friend last night and I was telling her about that season. And in that season, um, just to be transparent with you guys, like, like I am a second wife. So making this move when I left, my husband had spousal support, child support, and still trying to hold it down for us. Great man. I just want to tell you, my husband is a good one. He's a real one. That's what they say. He is a real one. He was working as many hours as he could so that I could pursue my dreams and I could be there with my little babies. And when I say little babies, at the time, my kids were small. Uh, My son was born through the process. My other two daughters were probably were under the age of five. And I was hustling hard. At one point during the week, this was what Latasha was doing. And I said, this was just not a good look for Jesus. But it showed me that he will help you with what's in your hands if you are desperate for him. At one time during that season, I was playing piano for the church, 
taking any kind of consulting work that would pay me money. I was working in a hair salon part-time. I was selling real estate with one baby on my arm, on my, on my hand, and the other baby, I had a sling walker. So those carriers that you have for new infant babies, I used to swing one. One was over my, my <laughs> it was actually a strap. And the baby was there and I would show real estate with my babies because I was like, God, I'm hustling hard. And I didn't even know each day the process of starting my mind right because I was so exhausted in the natural that he was just allowing me to, to succeed in all this crazy. And I thought that that season didn't produce anything. But now as I reflect back on that time, it, it produced a lot of stuff in me. It helped me to understand that when you cry out to God, when you ask, you seek, and you knock, he will give answers. There were creative things. Like, like I laugh and say I didn't use my engineering degree, but yes, I did. Because during that season, not only was I doing all those things occupationally, probably looking crazy to the world, but I taught myself how to sew. So I was selling hats and scarves. There was a point where we were so broke and I was like, but that's okay. I know God has got me. <laughs> God has got me. There were creative ways that if my kids, it was their birthdays, I would save up things and, and we would go to Chuck E. Cheese. Let me tell you about Chuck E. Cheese birthdays. I wouldn't tell anybody to the day of the birthday that this was my kid's birthday. And I think I'm sharing this story because next week begins the time where my daughter's birthdays are. And I was such a control freak at the time. So my oldest two daughters, literally their birthdays are in sequential order of age. And I would save up coupons and things for Chuck E. Cheese. And what I would do is every time we would go to Chuck E. Cheese, I would just get the tickets and I would save them. I also didn't have money to buy fancy pants cakes, but I wanted my kids to have them. So we didn't have Pinterest and Google wasn't as popular as it is right now. So I would literally have to pray to God, God, show me how to make a cake. And I would make these cute cakes. I would invite a few people to Chuck E. Cheese. We'd have the birthday, not the formal Chuck E. Cheese birthday. We'd invite the friends. And then what I would do is I would divide the, I would divide the tickets and those would be the goodie bags. And I would save up coupons for the token and those would be the tokens. And then the coupons also included pizzas. So why am I sharing this with you today? I'm sharing these stories with you today because that was a season that I didn't realize how much I was asking, seeking and knocking. And God was giving moment miracles, meaning he was a right on time God with my right on time needs. I even remember like the story that still like people remind me of it when my babies needed beds, my two girls needed beds. And at the time we were in a smaller house. So all three of my kids shared a bedroom. No one ever had the nursery, but yet they're good. Um, and I remember they needed toddler beds and people were like, just go get a toddler bed. And what I'm so grateful for is I use my engineering skills and I was like, God, my kids need beds and I can't afford them. I remember going to Home Depot and saying to the person, because at that time they would cut the wood for you. And I said, my kids need beds. I need, like I had drawn out the bed I was going to build for them. But why am I sharing that story with you? Because I knew how to make the bed. I had taught myself how to sew just a little bit. But God had put a special lady into my life who was a seamstress to my heart. And when I needed to make the bedding, so I knew how to make the bed, but I didn't know how to make the bedding. And what she showed me and she mentored to me. So hear this for those of you who go into isolation when you're in these places where you're asking, seeking and knocking. She sent this woman to me and she showed me how you bought inexpensive 
fabric, but then you used older um, material to recycle, so like older comforts, comforters to be the filling. And she showed me how to make bedroom sets. And so my daughters had these beautiful um, black Barbie beds. I had upholstered the beds and we made the bedding for them. And I look back on that season and I, I forget about it often. I really do in those seasons of desperation. And so when I look back on that time, I believe that when I left that first job, when I've been telling this narrative of my past so often, I'll say my business failed, but my business didn't fail. It was a training zone. It was a season of preparation because I recognize that if I had nothing and God made a way, I fast forward to today during this pandemic. And I said, this pandemic, like the, the area of he won't take care of me, never entered my mind, never entered my mind. Because a part of that process is I had to go back and get another job. When I got that job, I was able to triple my income. And then I was thinking I was in a good place. And then all of a sudden, God said to me, I feel like it was like I prayed for this place where I would be in the job where I made enough money and I work with cool people and I was able to be there for my family. And God, almost like I used this example earlier in Connect, Collaborate, Create um, with Abraham, like him and Sarah wanted a baby. And then God says, okay, now, now you got to sacrifice the baby. And I'm like, what? And so that's what I felt like in the fall of 2014, when God was like, okay, now I need you in this good job with these kids. You finally got to a good place. I need you to surrender it all back to me again, Latasha. I was like, no, God, like I ain't trying to do that. So in that season, I went into a place before I gave my resignation and I asked, seek, did not. And even in that season, he spent sent another special person into my life. It was my business and coach who still is my coach to this day. This is like a 74-year-old guy. Um, he's not on Facebook or I would give him a shout out. He sent him into my life and I hired him to be my coach. And he helped me walk through what it looks like to ask and seek and to, to knock desperately with a biblical center. And why am I sharing that with you? Because in the process, when I left that job to go back into being self-employed again, this time, all God gave me, it was like Elijah and Elisha when he said to him, burn the plow, eat the meat. All he gave me was do not hustle and obey me always. And the only way you're going to not be able to hustle and you're going to be able to obey me always is you better begin with the word of God. So every single day. I start my word asking God, I ask, seek, and knock, Lord, what is your agenda for your purpose with me today? Like, that's how real it gets for Latasha. And through this pandemic, I was asking for like things that were even bigger, even though it didn't make sense. And it's not that everything is perfect. Like, you know, there's a scripture in Philippians where P Paul talks about, you know, his confidence in flesh. Not that he made it, but he presses towards the mark. So as you're asking, as you're seeking and you're knocking, if you're clear with his purpose, not your purpose, please don't mess up that one word. His purpose, not your purpose in your life. Then what I want to tell you today is that God delivers on consistency and obedience. God delivers on consistency and obedience, not to the things that you want to do, but the things he's calling you to. 
And so fast forward to today. Yesterday, for some of you who know, some don't know, I do collect, I've been doing Connect, Collaborate, Create. There's probably over 900 videos there. I want to say on YouTube, I know that I have over 100 videos there. Just started a podcast called Power to Choose, and I have about 45 days of content. Today will be 46. Where out of those 46 days, there are two days that I did not go live. That means Monday through Friday, I've been doing this podcast. And sometimes we're doing things and we're still asking God. We're asking, saying, God, am I on the right path? I'm seeking your face and I'm trying to be grateful and I'm knocking on up on knocking on doors, but it doesn't seem like the doors will open. And God, I'm tired. I'm tired of asking and seeking and knocking because really real talk. That's where some of us are today. We're tired of asking, seeking and knocking. But I want to give you hope today because I never get tired of asking, seeking and knocking. Why don't I get tired of it? Because my God, my God comes through every single time, exceedingly and abundantly more than sometimes I can even ask. Because all I know my course in this season of my life is to obey him and get out of the hustle, man. Because God wants to bless us bigger than our hustle. God wants to bless you bigger than your hustle. And it only takes a little bit of obedience and consistency for him to deliver on some things that he wants to do with you. It only takes a little bit. What is that little bit, Latasha? The little bit is wake up in the morning and say, God, I thank you for today. And I recognize that this is the day that the Lord has made and I will be glad and rejoice in it. And you say it until you believe it. You got to say yourself happy, sing yourself happy, put on some worship music that will put you in a place of posture to receive all that God wants to give to you today. And then after you're grateful, you then consult with him and you say, Lord, this is your day. What do you want me to do on your day, God? And then he will reveal things to you. Maybe in the beginning, you're just like, I don't even understand what that looks like, Latasha. What that looks like is, is that if you've received Jesus Christ in as your personal savior and you make time for him and you make time to hear from him, even when you have your to-do list, the Holy Spirit, that small, still voice, or if you don't know what that is, that gut will tell you and guide you on your coming and your going. Go right, Latasha, and you were going left. You're like, should I go left? No, go right, Latasha. And you're like, but but that wasn't on my to-do list. Go right, Latasha. And when you go right, he will provide opportunities to do what you're supposed to do if your life is his and you're just a mere manager of yourself and everything that he's given you the ability to manage over in this season. It only takes a little bit. I promise you, it only takes a little bit. And God has been so good to me. It's not that I've had super crazy financial things, but what I'm recognizing and in a place of gratitude is he's doing some amazing things. And even though I might not have the numbers on all these social media platforms that a lot of popular people do, what I know is, is that it's making a difference because the one or two that are like, oh my gosh, I needed that. I'm able to say yes and amen. God, I heard you. Today I asked, seek and knock. 
and I got a confirmation from a person. Or the end of the day, I had peace beyond all understanding because I knew that I was doing things in obedience and accordance to what according to what he wanted me to do with my life versus checking off all those boxes on my to-do list. It only takes a little bit, a little bit of confidence in Christ. And he will make everything all right. I promise you that today. He will make everything all right. So thank you for listening to me this morning. I appreciate y'all who stuck on and some who have to come back for the replay and share whatever. I still want to remind you, Connect, Collaborate, Create is a Facebook group if you want to join us there. Every morning, 645 um, to around 710 to 715, unless the Holy Spirit takes me on a, on a go like he did today. I want you to be encouraged and understand that if you're in a place of, of not where, it's where you want it to be, don't stay in isolation. That's the enemy's playground when you are in isolation and you keep yourself from people. You start to tell yourself stories and believe the stories and the lies that you tell yourself. Instead of saying, you know what, God, send me somebody that can mentor me or that I can confide in, who can remind me of who I am in him when I forget because imposter syndrome is the loudest voice right now. Please be encouraged by that. Relationships are critical. He calls us to worship together, not to be in isolation by ourselves all the time. And even when we are alone, don't be alone realizing that God is not there. He says that in our weakness, he is made strong. So cry out to him when you're alone and then you ask him for what you need because he knows you, he can provide it to you how you need it because he understands who you are. Dear God, we thank you so much for bringing us together today to hear from you one more time, God. You are so awesome when you remind us to ask, seek, and knock, and that it only takes a little bit of confidence. Actually, the word says faith of a mustard seed, which is so small, and we can move mountains if we can just believe the impact and all that's, that's wrapped up inside of that faith of a mustard seed. I pray that people have now faith today, that they pray for big, bold blessings, God, and that they recognize that it may not come how they expect it, but you hear everything and you see all that we do, whether we are alone or in public. Dear God, if we are just putting up these strong faces in public with these masks on, literally these days we have our mask on, I pray that you provide opportunities of intimacy with you and that you so that you bring people into our lives who are the answers when we're going through these pivotal moments and we need someone to have wise counsel with. And if it's not who we expect it to be, God, I pray that we're receptive and we're not so guarded and, and bogged down with you know, what we believe and we're able to be open so that that person can pour into us so that we can press towards the mark with the confidence of Christ and that you are glorified by the actions in our lives. Dear God, I know that in your words, you say that when two or three are gathered in your name, that you're in the midst. And right now we can't come together person to person, but dear God, I pray that virtually we come together. And we recognize that we are interceding and filling in the gap for our sisters and brothers who may not be as strong as others are in this season. Dear God, I ask for supernatural connections, dear God. And those reminders that in the world that we can have somebody tangibly say, you know, I appreciate when you did this. And, and then we have the confidence that we know that you see all that we do. Not that we knew it for do it for the acknowledgement of man, because we know that that could be our reward. But dear God, you know that sometimes we need those words of affirmation and confirmation to know that we're on that right path. And so, God, I thank you. 
I thank you for the connections. I thank you for the favor. I thank you for the blessings. I thank you for all these things. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Be blessed, everybody. I love you much um, and have a great weekend. I'll be praying for you and please continue to pray for me. Love you much. Bye-bye.